What do you mean we're saving all the behind-the-scenes bits for these? Yeah, I know doing it this way makes it easier for me, but wait, that isn't a problem. No, you're overcommitted and can't seem to schedule your time correctly. I am just the voice in your head that makes you feel bad about doing so much. This intro took a really weird turn. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that promises its normal intros will be back right in time for season two. My name's Turner, and I'll be your voice of pre, well, yeah, still just going with pre-show announcements for these interludes, keeping it simple, keeping it quick. Speaking of quick, this is a little bit of a shorter episode for part three of the interlude. You can expect this to wrap up next week with a slightly supersized episode to wrap up the one-shot. So hey, we totally got Jazz's one-shot done in four episodes. So as I said, just doing pre-show announcements for this one, but there are a couple things I always like to cover. Number one, if you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Of course, we appreciate you making time for us in your busy podcast listening schedule. And an extra special thank you to our patrons. Gang, hang in there. I know there's a couple more of you. We will return back to our normal patron shoutouts at the start of Season 2 in a couple of weeks. On that note, next week, interlude episode. Week after that, Season 2 premiere, Baba's Journey Begins. Baba Begins. Nope, I'm not going down the Baba, 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 Barian route again. Anyway, then after that, season two premiere episode we are definitely back to our campaign week off week content where we'll be rebroadcasting some really cool guest quests and maybe a fight night or two if they translate well to audio don't know what those are get over to twitch.tv forward slash gmdl cast and click that follow button to check out our streaming content we talk to and occasionally fight other members of the ttrpg community ranging from some incredible podcasts like dnd minus to some really fun streams like Spots Hidden, actors like Todd Stashwick, and just delightful academics like Dr. Emily C. Friedman. So some great content there. You can also follow us over at GMDLCast on Twitter to get announcements when we go live. And if you're curious exactly what those patrons get beyond our fawning admiration and somewhat solicitous praise, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLCast to check out the Hunter's Party, the Tournament of Champions, all the bonus video content, all the bonus lore content, all the extra character content. There's a ton of stuff over there now. Over 150 bonus posts that you can get by supporting the Party of Five and helping out our little show in this corner of the actual play universe. So check it out. More cool stuff is on the way shortly. As always, I'd like to remind you that Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly show due to a mix of crude humor, profanity, fantasy violence, and gore. Any specific additional content warnings will be in the show notes below. Cool. Let's start the show. And we're back one last time to enter the breach. I say, and we're here today trying to finish up this Pantheon of Prestige run with the gang. Once again, we've got. Oh, I didn't think we was going to do this, but it's me, Harlan. Wow. Playing Baidu. 
the the monk. Wait, can we back up to you? Didn't think we were going to do this. Like, I, I, I didn't. When have we never not done it? We didn't do it last time, did we? Well, yeah, we fucking did. We, we did. We did. It just wasn't like as extravagant and long. Well, guess what? First of all, first of all. If we did it. Now, admittedly, Jazz straight went out a moment of silence into the intro. Like, there was no clap. There was no, okay, guys, I'm going to throw to you in a second. We'll go. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> there was no foreplay. He just jammed it right in. But still, <laughs> we have not the intro every single time. Oh, God. Well, I, I just did mine. Okay. I did mine. All right. So next. <laughs> okay. This is Andrew playing Ichemus, the golden arms of this Wu-Tang gang. Bear toes. <laughs> Jamie playing Ko Bordev, the bard who, I don't know, goes hard. Stays hard. Yeah, there you go. Stays, <laughs> <laughs> Stays hard. Gross. But he probably does. He probably does. <laughs> and I'm Anthony playing Renee Tanner. By tradition, there should be like a bad dad joke tied to yours. <laughs> and this is Turner playing Ellis, the dragonborn sorcerer. See, we didn't need the bad dad joke because, you know, as our as the guy who runs this, you are the dad here. So you're the bad dad joke by proxy. I am a bad dad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I constantly make my children fight for my affection. <laughs> All right. Well, last we left off, the party had gotten a tip on how to unequivocally gain access to the Pantheon of Prestige and were sent on a mission to steal a rare artifact from one of the high mages here in Taliesin, Mr. Mustafeles. I mean, we might have done better if we had a plan, but all we had was just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> they managed to make their way into his tower and managed to somehow survive the security system that he has in place. And through some just magical coincidence of logic, immediately proceeded directly through his labyrinth, his teleportation labyrinth, into his main study. Upon their arrival, they meet Mr. Mustafeles. He begins to trade back and forth with some dialogue, and immediately Ellis says, we're not here for that shit. You know what it is. Run the pockets. Tries to cast a... Oh, what was it that you cast? Banishment. Banished. Banishment, that's right. Tried to <laughs> banish Mr. Mustafeles immediately, Mr. Mustafeles. Quickly, with the flick of his wrist, counter spells, and so you have chosen death. Everybody roll me initiative, please. God damn it. Boom, 18 on initiative. Get that 17. 21. Point two, whatever the fuck. I never... <laughs> Boom, solid six. Oh, you rolled a six as well. I was like, Andrew, you read my number. <laughs> is your number up? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a six. <laughs> How do you have a negative one on initiative for your initiative? Because I don't move out the way. I have armor. <laughs> and so, co. You're in there. You're in the plate. You can tell that there's not a whole lot of space between you and Mr. Mustafeles. What will you do? Okay, so how much space are we talking here? And he is behind the desk over there? Indeed, sir. So let me give a better description of the room. So you are in a circular room, tiled, five-foot tiled floors there. A little bit past halfway across the room, the floor actually does raise up. It makes a single step up to a, like an elevated platform. And it's kind of like a study slash uh, almost an efficiency style bedroom there. So you see shelves along the walls, books displayed everywhere, potions, this, that, and everything else. And then Mr. Mistopheles at his desk where he appeared to either be writing and or reading. You're not quite sure which one you interrupted. 
Are these tiles uh, lit up Disco Stew style? What? Disco Stew. Disco Stew does not approve if these tiles are not lit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, the tiles are lit up Disco style, almost like a checkered pattern. But everything that I've described from Mr. Mustafa's platform is to the east of the building. Uh, you guys have entered on the west side door, and there you are. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Does uh, Mr. Mustafa's have any weapons in his hand by any chance? He does not. He's just no, nothing in his hands. Okay. You can roll a perception if you want to double check. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, wait, is that my turn if I do that? No, I'll give you that as a free action. My plus eight to perception, I rolled a 24. From what you can see, his hands are on top of the desk, one over the book and another either holding a quill or maybe his hand was just on it, but his hand is near a quill. Near a quill. Okay. All right. So... <sighs> I feel like I need to use this spell at least once just because it sounds cool. I am going to cast Rowlothim Psychic Lance. What to the who now? What? Huh? <laughs> Go ahead, cast. Rowl. Rowlothim Psychic Lance. You unleash a shimmering lance of psychic power from your forehead. So mind bullets. Kyle. And a creature you can see <laughs> within range. Alternatively, you can utter a creature's name. If the tar- name target is within range, it becomes the spell's target. Even if you can't see it, the name target is when not within range, the lance dissipates without an effect. The target must make an intelligence saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 76 psychic damage and is incapacitated until the start of your next turn. Ooh, so there you go. That's sexy. I'm casting it at fourth level, at the at the base level. Gotcha. Oh, no, it's Raul's psychic lance. What's the DC to be? Uh, 15. Uh, 15, yeah. And so he actually meet it right on the dot. So what do I get on a save? Uh, let's see. So on a save... The creature takes half as much damage and it is not capacitated. So go ahead and roll that 76 for me. 27. Mm. Hell yeah. So, of course, the Raul of them psychic lance streaks across and you see Mr. Mustafa's head just rock back. He shrugs it off as so he's got a bit of a headache and focuses in on you directly and you do anything else. Nope, that's it for me. I'm going to stay right here and hang out. Ellis. I'm going to end up just blowing this fucking place up. Can I see <laughs> the, um, the, the, the cup that we're supposed to get? Is that... To the back and to the right of him, like up on a shelf. Where was that at in the in relation to the room? It is on the shelf, just over his left shoulder, uh, directly, almost directly across from you, Ellis, on the opposite side of the room, up on the second shelf of the uh, the one wider facing shelf in the room. And it feels like you said it was too specifically heavy to mage hand back, like when we started this whole fucking thing. It, it is a very large yeah, chalice. Yeah. So uh, it seemed like you went out of your way to say you're not going to mage hand this shit and run away, guys. So uh, <laughs> because that was my go to move. Um, so in that case, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and cast uh, Melf's Minute uh, Meteors. Melf's what? Um, Melf's Minute Meteors. That's... Uh, not not Minute Meteors. Uh, I, that is, that's a fate special. That does not uh, ring any bells at all. Ellis <laughs> only knows Melf's Minute Meteors. <laughs> and then I'm going to go ahead and uh, burn some sorcery points to turn Firebolt into a uh, a uh, used to use quicken spell to turn Firebolt into a bonus action and fucking Firebolt his ass while I'm at it. Okay. So that is a spell attack. That's a 10. That's a 10 with my plus nine. That's a fucking natty one, baby. Coming out strong as a player. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's definitely missing. Firebolt just flying across the room, smashing into the back walls. Luckily, the walls are made of kind of the same stone tile, so it doesn't do anything but char the wall there. And then to uh, to close out my turn, I will say, hey, man, you clearly, uh, this is a nice studio apartment. You fucking have been putting on airs. You don't want me to burn down your shit. Uh, just let us take the cup and we'll go. You, you can't replace all this stuff. I doubt you even have renter's insurance. Come on, Mustafa Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Everything here is on a lease to own program. Thank you. <laughs> fucking knew it, man. Fucking knew it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Will that be your turn? Fucking look, look. I look at the back of the fucking your quill. It's got a property of a Zuma on the back of it. And you know those fuckers are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, old book jab. Um, they don't listen to this. All right, cool. Then uh, I will go ahead and use my movement to move up onto the stage so we're not in a cluster, an easily fireballable cl- cluster. Got you. So um, as you go to move forward, <laughs> oh, you know what? I've got a retcon almost everything that just happened. <laughs> what? Is that a thing that happened? Yeah, and that's on that's on me because I, listen, I you stepped off the top of a thing and it revealed what I had sitting there. So um, Ellis, give me a perception check. Let's see if I can do any better on this than I did with that fucking other roll. Persuasion, oh god, plus one. What the fuck, man? Hey, that's a four, right? Cool. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly what I'm thinking is going to happen. So even numbers all night long. That's something, right? That's like a flush, right? In the <laughs> terms, if I roll all even. So I, actually, we're gonna we're gonna retcon to actually fix something that should have been fixed. Uh, you actually forgot to go through and casting your Mel's Minute Meteors. Minute. Now, minute, I don't know Mel's Minute Meteors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, got, you forgot to actually go through the casting of your Mel's Minute Meteors. And that's because you were standing on a Glyph of Warding that has a spell save, which was going to counterspell that. So that's why it didn't go through. So you got your Evocation Cantrip off for the Firebolt. That goes through. You still missed. And then as you proceeded forward, you still did not notice the other Glyph of Warding that you just stepped on. Hold up. So you're, I don't get a saving throw against that first Glyph of Warding? No, it's just a counterspell against your spell that you were going to cast. Okay. All right. Can he counter the counterspell with his counterspell? I could if I had counterspell, but I don't have counterspell. As you step forward, I'm going to need you and everybody to make a dex save. Dex? Yeah. And you will get... This is a fireball. That he, hey, 18. Ah! Uh, that's not good. How am I rolling it so bad on these deck saves? I have plus nine. 11's not good. Ooh, a six. That's pretty good. You know me on my deck. Ooh, ooh, 13? What's the deck save I have to do? <laughs> so, do, Jazz, do I make it all the way up to the stage before the deck saves happen, or do where, where does the where does the deck save occur? You do you do make it up to the save or to the stage, but the deck save is happening regardless. You're not out of range. No, that's that's fine. I just wanted to make sure if like if I was stopped in my tracks or whatever. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You still get to continue your move. So everybody, but did I fail it with a thirteen? Turner gets to add plus three. Ooh, plus three puts me at a nice 14. A 16. That shit's going to be a 15, isn't it? We established his his spell DC is like a 21 or something fucking stupid. So y'all are taking full damage. Mine's a 13. Can I roll again? Because I only got a six. <laughs> yeah, something stupid. So that is a total of 31 damage to everybody. What kind of damage? Well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to evade that. It, it is going to be acid damage. Uh, I am going to evade that. So I will take half of that. Okay. I I can't. Did you add their... uh, I did not. uh, Harlan, you get to add... Harlan gets to add another D4, I believe. For what? For being being a Haragorn, right? 
you can add D4 to deck saves. What would it say that at? Features and traits. Yeah, features and traits. So there's a um, a sheet of information about your character. We call it a character sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it says you can add proficiency bonus of four to your initiative rolls. Should be something else. Your language, your size, hair trigger, you add proficiency. Leprin, you have proficiency in perception check. Lucky footwork, that's if not it. If you fail a deck saving throw, um, you can use your reaction foot. to add a D4 and it'll be and it'll add it to the save. Where are you reading? Really? So it would be under racial features and traits. Can I uh, can I use my absorb elements? Yes. Yeah, acid. Yes, you can use absorb elements. Okay. So, and I can, since that's like a reaction, I could use that. Correct. I'm still trying to find that thing in which you said. Let's see. I'm trying to understand that. So what does it mean? So the way Absorb Elements works, Andrew, is you pick the damage type uh, and you are resistant to that damage. So you take half damage and then you have the ability the next time you attack to add some of that damage back to your next attack. So or your next melee attack. Okay. Uh, Is Absorb Elements a reaction though? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make sure. Yes, it is. Yes. Otherwise, it would be kind of pointless. What do you know? The man has read his sheet a little. Lucky footwork is the default. Yeah, yeah I see it. Yep, lucky footwork is the default. Okay. So what was the D save? What was the save? It was 22. <laughs> you ain't making it. Okay, you can't make it. Uh, a four is not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't burn your reaction. Save it. Save it. Uh, DM, do you round up or down for that halving? So I will take that 15. Yeah, is it 15? 16. Or 16. 15 or 16. Yeah, rolling up. 16. You said we took 31 damage? 16. Okay. I feel like last uh, session you were rolling them down. We didn't do any damage yeah, or anything. Damn. <laughs> That's a lie because I, I definitely took I took damage. <laughs> wow, you guys are all snitches. Rats. Rats on a sinking ship here. <laughs> no, no, I don't. We, nobody took any heft damage. No, okay. No, everyone's like, no, no damage was taken. It was all role play. I don't remember anything. I definitely took damage last time. I you remember. Narks, 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 narks. I did. I did. Too. Just as Jazz is DMing doesn't mean you all have to play fate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, Ellis has ran uh, up. Everybody got blown up. Bado, your go. All right. I'm rolling. I'm rolling up, too. <laughs> Going up close. Bado, and everybody, uh, I need another set of deck saves. Are you kidding me? No, I had more moving. Oh, I would have kept. I would have kept moving, buddy. If it was <laughs> blowing up, I'm totally no, no. I wouldn't have. I just stopped there. I'm not going to do that to you. And no, I am not kidding you. See that line on the map? I think there's. Don't stop running across the damn line. <laughs> Twenty-one. I thought that was a step. So I mean, maybe it is, but it seems to be like anytime anyone. I will make sure to let you guys know that the base of this explosion that is cascading across the room is actually happening right in front of or right where Ellis stepped off and the same thing for Badeau. So, so we're on some sort of trap. What? All right. So uh, with my 24, with my 21 plus three, I'm is good. 23 okay? <laughs> yes. You just take half damage. So is it 21 pass or is it a 22, Jess? It's a 22. So I pass. Oh my gosh. 32, so 16 more damage. Jesus Christ. All right, Druid, you need to heal? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a turn. <laughs> Sorry, how much was the damage from the first time? It was 16 the first time, 16 the second time. No, no, no. The, so it was 32 the first time and 16 the second time? It was, it was 31, and then we rounded up. Why would you round up if that was the whole damage? And I can react again and take a half. You cannot react again as it is. 
You only get the one yeah, reaction per turn. Reaction. One reaction one per reaction. turn. Per round. Jeez. So I can't use my evasion again? No. No. No one's done anything, and we're all. I've already taken like 50 damage. What are you talking about? Code absolutely hit Mr. Mistopheles in the face with the psychic glance. I did. Oh, all right. Ellis tried to do things okay. and failed, I, and now Bado is also. Professor Exton. Nice job with that baby slap, Co. Uh, I, I Professor Exton right. in the face. I went, So now I still want to get to fighting. Yeah, do it. Yes. All right. So the 14 hit? That's, that's a miss. Okay. Keep rolling. Yep. There it goes again. Does a 17 hit? That one will hit. Stunning strike. All right. Roll for damage. Stunning strike. Run a key point. Stunning strike. <laughs> well, the, yeah. You can do Wait. both. When you hit with an attack, you can burn a key point to do a stunning strike. Shoot the J. I'm just looking. I'm looking. Just going to make me burn the shield. <laughs> no. When you hit a melee, when you hit with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one key point to make the target stunned until the end of your next turn. If it fails a con, okay, save. got it. All right, fine. So we're just gonna stop it there because I'm gonna burn the shield, so now it doesn't hit. See, and now you know not to burn another key point on flurry of blows because he's got that fucking shield up. Okay, that's why you stunning strike early in the combo. You, you can still attack one more time with the bonus action. I still, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You still got one more for free. Still do flurry of blows, all right? No, 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 because he's got his shield up. You want to save the key point for when he doesn't. Yeah, because his, his AC is now at, if the 17 hits, at least at 23. 23. Not 23, 22. Okay. So, okay, I got you. I got you still, but the, yes, got it. So, just my attack again with the shield up, that's not going to do anything. It is not. That's not going to do anything even if it shield wasn't up, but all right. <laughs> the 14 didn't hit, the 11 definitely hit. <laughs> definitely not going to hit. So Bado runs up, gives a punch, a kick, and another kick. The first punch swings just a little overhead. The old man, the old uh, Tabakshi ducks. The kick coming through true right across the top of the desk, right at Mr. Mustafeles. And he brings his hands up and gives you the old um, Doctor Strange arcane shielding. Oh, no. And the second roundhouse that comes back around catches the shield in the exact same fashion. No connect, no hits connect. And it is now Mr. Mustafeles' turn. He slides just a step back. Okay, wait, 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 sir. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think I may want to use, what is that dodge one? That Use a key point for dodge. <laughs> bonus action dodge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just. You've already used your bonus action, sir. So he's stepping into the wall, Jazz? Is that what's, that's what's happening? Well, he's backing up to the wall, yeah. But not really far enough to get away from Bado, but enough to stand up from the desk. Okay. After that, he will then cast Wall of Force. Come on. And put a divider right down the line of the room where it steps up. So what you guys see is this nice, bright, blue, shimmering wall come down from the north side of the room to the south side. It doesn't entirely close off the room as there's still about a three or four foot gap over the top of it to the other side. But direct movement into that side of the room is now near impossible but you know maybe you guys have something you can figure out so where's the where's the wall at? is i'm still right next to you right there's no wall in between me and you correct that will be mr mustafeles's turn so it's now ichemesis kill me it is <laughs> so the first thing i do is i uh, use my reaction that was set up mm-hmm. before of the absorb elements. I had rolled back then a four. You got to hit him with a melee attack to use that. Yeah, through the force wall. Yeah, that you can't go yeah I was trying to figure out, like, what are you reacting to? And that to? would actually just be part of your attack. Mm-hmm. But then what do I guess? And I'm confused. What do you, what was I rolling for? But if it was a reaction, 
like at what point did I actually react to the spell being cast? So he he casts a spell on you, or that glyph goes off that does a certain amount of damage. You use your reaction to trigger the absorb element spells and cut the damage in half. As a bonus for doing that, you get the ability to the next melee attack add that same type of damage to the attack with that damage roll. So it's just an extra way. It's that's the absorbing portion of the absorb elements as opposed to just resist elements so i can use the the melee portion it doesn't have to be my next turn it's just once i'm within melee range and and do another melee attack what's the duration on the spell one round so not it'd be gone so yeah then it just expires after that it'll fizzle after this round yeah. oh, okay then what do i have how big is the wall again it, how, so there's three I know you said you can see three feet over it so it's a three foot wall or is it like no 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 the wall is about 12 foot and it's about a 15 foot ceiling. got you so there's three feet of space between you and the between the ceiling and the top of the wall yeah uh, i will use uh my healing spirit at a uh, uh at a third level that'll work and it looks like a snail my healing spirit but it's it's faster than one though <laughs> it's faster yeah <laughs> it has as many teeth and more helpful <laughs> more helpful is the most important thing is it though? Okay, so I guess what do I get? Eight points of healing damage. Is that for everybody, or is that just for him? <laughs> Eight points of healing damage. No, the healing spirit is something that, like, as a bonus action, you can. Uh, is it is it kind of like the reverse of spirit guardians, Jazz or Anthe, or is it like you have to use a bonus action to engage with it? I think anybody who starts there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's if you move into the spirit space on the, for the first time on a turn, or if yeah. you start your turn there. Um, and it'll restore up to 1d6 hit points. It's like Spirit Guardians except healing, basically. Oh, so pretty much every time he, every time, if that guy's still there, he's going to get eight points of healing every time. You roll it. You'd roll it again each time. Yeah. Okay. And it's within a 60 foot ranged area. Is this the spell that got nerfed? Yeah. No, this is area effect of five feet. It takes a five foot cube space. And whoever is in that space gets the oh, heal. Okay. Put it okay. on yeah. me. <laughs> was that my subconscious talking? I think that was your conscience <laughs> is telling you to put it on, on the bard. Well, he could cast it and then move through the space and then leave it for you to move into, Jamie. Like it's it's not like I'm I'm afraid if I move, we're gonna yes, like have another fireball. Yeah, that's, that's true. You'll probably get exploded. Yeah, yeah, that's my only concern. Both my healing are uh, I think all my healing are touch range. Those are the, the better ones. Those are generally the stronger ones. You can reach out and touch me uh, if you really wanted to. It would have been healing, healing good. Okay, so since that's uh, that's a bonus action, uh, I will I will use my regular action of. Where'd you put the spirit garden in front of? Yeah, I'm still I'm still on uh, pins and needles to know where that healing spirit went. Did you cast it? He I, I, hold on, it's a bonus action. I'll tell you at the end. Was it on top of you, Andrew, or on top of Jamie? Oh, what, Jamie, what are you at? What's your? This is me, this guy. What's your, what's your, um, I have eight hit points. Oh, okay. It's on you. It's like, you know, like Todd has like missing two hit points. It was like, I need a heal. So I'm like, I didn't no. say that. I didn't say I needed a heal. I don't know if eight's right though. Hold on. Did I actually didn't, I might've accidentally, uh, no, you lost a lot. You took like 90 points of damage. So yeah, that's probably, yeah. And he, you didn't have anything. I think I had 22, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I meant to, hold on. Let me look at the, where's the, where's the log here? So Andrew, were you doing anything else or? Yes. I'm also going to cast geese. What? Uh, on, um. Ice? Is it... <laughs> what? No. 
on Mustafalis, Geese Mustafalis. Is it a cantrip? It, or? it is a druidic spell that lasts for one minute. It's in a 60-foot range. It'll last 30 days. Right. So you're not going to be able to do that. because You already cast a leveled spell. Right. Yeah. So two two reasons. Yeah, you cast a yeah. level spell for your bonus action. No, yeah, yeah. Can't get past that wall. I don't have any weapons. I'm still a bear. Boy, kind of at a loss here. Okay, yeah, I had I have twenty two. <laughs> you also should be taking damage against your wild shaped form if you've been a bear this entire time. Would that? So what's the bear hit points, Jazz? Was he still a bear? I gave him the bear token just because I figured he turned back into the bear. For- no, he had he hadn't turned back. Yeah, he was still a bear, so he would have absorbed. He was still the bear, wasn't he? I thought I had it had to last for six hours, right? No, no, you can turn back whenever, but also you soak damage into your trans into your shapeshift form, so you would have burned off a portion of the damage you've taken and been probably knocked out of bear form. So you would have actually, mm. yeah. Which you were a brown bear. Yeah. 34. So I take extra damage or no? No. No, heal yourself 34 damage. Yeah. So as a druid, like if you turn into something with 20 points of damage and you take 25 points of damage, the first 20 just get absorbed by the form and the remainder carry over when, but it knocks you out of the form. So it's a, it's another big benefit to shape shifting is you basically get a pool of temp HP. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so the bear can still do all the druid moves, like cast the spells and stuff like that, right? No, he can't cast spells. He can't cast spells. Technically, they can't cast spells, yeah. Right, and that was my mistake because I thought he was in uh, his regular humanoid form. But he got knocked. He got knocked out of it. Yeah. Well, he was after he, after he got blasted. Yeah. It just. Yeah. Right. We're just okay. giving him back the thirty HP. So he's yeah. you're out of bear form, Andrew, but you get thirty HP back. Got you. And then you can cast thirty four, right? Yeah. Sure. And you get to still use the spell that saved Jamie's life. Right. I still use it on on young Jamie. Yeah. But I was just saying you wouldn't have been able to use it without because you without taking the damage that kicked you out the form. That's what I was trying to say. Is there anything on our side of the wall to like at all, or is it just open space? Open space. Unless you want to roll perceptions, trying to see if you see anything inside of tiles. No, no, no. I meant like furniture. <laughs> and now I have water walk. But the other question is, if I turn into an aquatic creature, would I immediately die because I'm not in water? Would yes. that put me at a disadvantage? Yeah, you, you don't want to turn into a fish right now. Yeah, you would, you would be in a state of suffocation and that would have its own ramifications. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. Jazz, are you cool with him jumping in with his form once he finally picks something? Unless you want to pick something right this second, Andrew, because we've been on this for a yes. minute. Okay. A while. Uh, so Renee's turn. Appreciate it. Can I yell across the wall of force and they hear me? Is that a thing? Well, there is an opening above it, so your voice would travel through that. Renee's going to yell, break his concentration. You're going to need our help. We can't We can't do this without uh, with, it, with this wall of force here. And I'm going to cast lay on hands on myself for 60 points. Oof. <laughs> what the 60 point lay of hands? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's just that pool of pool of hit points you could get. I, I had nineteen <laughs> hit points. <laughs> so shoot. Uh, so can I can I look at the druid and the bard and see like look at them and tell how how healthy they look? How do they look, guys? Yes, you can look at them and tell. Co is looking pretty ugly. I know he received that quick heal. I'd be at thirty hit points if I got healed by that spirit. 
Ichmus, on the other hand, is not looking as bad and is actually in the process of transforming into something that you're not sure what it is yet. It's going <laughs> kind of slowly. <laughs> Maybe it's another big snail. Maybe that explains why he's moving so slowly into the transformation. But uh, Ichmus seems like he's okay. It's a metamorphosis. He's in his cocoon phase. <laughs> Who knows what will come out? It's like when you go to the dollar store and they've got those 25 cent eggs and you're like, oh, what's the prize inside? <laughs> it, it's dropped in the water. You got to wait for it to do, yeah, to unshrivel. And it's some hairy house and level of effects for his transformation. I, I'm going to move. All right. Oh. <laughs> That's why you had to check? <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm a move and this could go badly. I have 30 hit points that, that would have killed me if I didn't save last time. Just saying. We can't keep everybody taking the damage. You know what I mean? Like, you sure? <laughs> I got out. Well, what I'm saying is like, if we're going to end up in a situation where everybody keeps taking this AOE damage, mm-hmm. we got to get away from each other. And so I'll heal you. Do it. <laughs> All right. She's going to move up here. She's going to move where? Nothing happened. Did nothing happen this time? She's going to move where? It didn't until Renee stopped at the corner. And so, Renee and Ikemis, I need uh, deck saves. Oh, it's still, it's not where we, oh, it's random. Crap. 20. Oh, it's still too low, right? So back it up. Renee moves to the northern portion of the tower. Oh, sorry. Yes. To the north. Yeah. Right up against the wall of forest. Yeah. Moves to the north, north side of the room, just up against the wall of force. And as she moves, she's carefully watching her steps, trying to make sure that, you know, as she took her first step, that nothing happened. And then she kind of sprinted over to where she was getting to, breathe a sigh of relief, and then and another explosion of thunder damage. And I need deck saves from Renee and Ikemis. 20. 17 on my 20. Looks like you both are failing. <laughs> you say it loud doesn't change you. You failed, sir. 20. Does not, does not change. I'm just trying a few different techniques here. Whew, good. That'll work. All right. Low rolls. Look at that. Low rolls. So you both take 19 total thunder damage. Ah, thunder damage. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, Renee, would you like to do anything else? No, I'll end my turn there. We've got to break his concentration. So a bright light turns into an oval shape and appears a spotted, a large spotted shell. And what cracks out of it is a giant snapping turtle. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if snapping turtles can scream like that, but I'll allow it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Looks like you're back up to bat, buddy. I mean, I bet it can make a weird noise. A lot of snapping. (laughs) I, I believe it. So... So, um, hmm. it's almost a dinosaur. Can, can Ko, if, is he skilled enough to arc a shot in the three foot space <laughs> above the, uh, above the wall of force there to hit? I will say, given Mr. Mustafa's higher elevation, the wall of force blocking your direct line of sight, I'll give him partial cover, but you can still make that shot. Can I do bardic inspiration on myself? Can I do uh, that? Depends on what kind of bard you are. I, I don't remember what kind of bard you are. See, I'm College of Valor. No, other than me. It says other than me. I can't do it to myself. So just specifically, we're going to say he's got half cover. See, you took long enough for Jazz to revise his cover. I knew that was coming, man. I made it half cover. You got to be ready for You got to be ready for your turn to go. <laughs> I got a plus 11 to hit. I am going to attack with my longbow. I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Swift Quiver. Uh, which allows me to make two attacks every time I use an attack. Whoa. So I can attack four times. 
Okay. You transmute your quiver so it produces an endless supply of non-magical ammunition, which seems to leap into your hand when you reach for it. On each of your turns until the spell ends, which is one minute, you can use a bonus action to make two attacks with a weapon that uses an ammunition from the quiver. Oh, fuck yeah. Then that's awesome. Yeah. Each time you make a ranged attack, your quiver magically replaces a piece of ammunition used with a similar piece. So you're getting a total of four attacks. Okay. That is correct, sir. And since it actually has, although it's been quite a bit of time, uh, it's still not Mr. Mustafeliz's turn, so his shield is still active. Uh, yeah, the first one was a 26. Suck it, shield. <laughs> <laughs> that one will hit. All right. Should I should I roll damage each time, or do you want me to do all the attacks? Uh, let's get to the end and then roll you all know, or, or maybe roll damage and make him do the con saves. What? Yeah, because he needs to do the con saves. Yes, damage needs to go first. What? Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's, that sounds fair to me, yeah. Because yeah. that's going to drop the wall of force, man. What? Because he might he might lose his cover if you if yeah yeah. there you go see (laughs) see see twelve damage you beef this roll goddammit that saves all right okay so the next one fifteen misses fifteen on a plus (laughs) eleven yeah that's bad seventeen misses eighteen Jesus Christ these are the worst rolls ever misses I have plus eleven to hit and that wall stays up suckers look at the grouping though man look at that those are all tight they're all tight into the ceiling but the grouping is fucking impressive. So that first arrow arcs over and just drops right into Mr. Mustafa's left shoulder, just right on top of it. Just picture perfect. And then the next three come over the top also, but then just land a little bit outside and just... I mean, like, if he'd have just brought that thing back to the back to the other side a little more, he'd have probably landed one in his head. But unfortunately, them's are the brakes. <laughs> Ellis. All right. So uh, I am going to move north into the north corner, uh, not the north corner of the tower. It's a circle, you asshole. I'm going to move north <laughs> up against the wall of the tower, uh, basically to where I'm uh, opposite. Oh, shoot. What's the paladin's name? Renee. Renee. R- opposite Renee on the wall of force. So, and, and I'm positioning myself here. So when I use my innervating breath, I don't catch the Harnagon with it. I'm trying to position the cone uh, to where I'm only hitting Mr. Mistopheles. So I'm going to do that first, and he needs to make a... It's going to be a con save... Yeah, con save. Well, it's dex if I was doing repulsion breath, but I'm doing innervating breath. Yes. So he must make a con save DC 14. Do-do-do. Oh, oh, he's incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Does that does that break concentration too? Does that indeed would break concentration? The wall down, and then I'm gonna go ahead and use a sorcery point so I can bonus action yeah. firebolt him. Hopefully, I won't fucking <laughs> beef right. it this time. Uh, <laughs> That'll work. I totally did. It's a twelve, <laughs> <laughs> but he's unconscious. Uh, wait, wait. Would I now? How uh, within that range? You're prone. That's what I was going for, but I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I'd have any kind of advantage or anything like that. So, nope. Knocked him out. I did something. I did something good. So, <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. I'll roll up and pull out a vape pen and take a big old <laughs> fucking tug on my vape pen and be like, suck <laughs> on it, Mustafa's. And <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, though. So since he's uh, unconscious and prone, that's still a crit because you hit. So, but I didn't hit though. I got a twelve. Oh, that's the. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought that was damage. No, no, not no. The that was a fireball. So, yeah, yeah no. never mind. You just char on the wall again. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on, my wayward son. Fucking burn your goddamn desk blotter, you fuck. <laughs> you singe my chair. Family pictures old. <laughs> I'm gonna burn up that fucking quill that drew all these glyphs of warding. You cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I believe that makes it Bado's turn. 
Well, there's no shield up anymore, right? Because he's unconscious. Correct. Get him. Oh, oh it's fucking crit factory <laughs> time, baby. <laughs> oh, it's time. It's going to go bad for him. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. So roll roll each of these attacks with uh, with advantage. 25. Ooh. That hits. Roll to see if you crit. Then don't they auto crits anyway? Nah, it's, it's just an incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. Okay. But now, if you were to stun him with your stunning strike... <laughs> All right, so I guess use my key point for stunning strike. Do it. You do it. <laughs> All right, key point. Uh, it says when you hit a melee attack, you can spend one point to stun until the end of your turn. If it fails a con save, does, does he get a save? What's my What's my DC? DC sixteen. Ooh, ooh, that's not it. Mm. Nat one, Mister Mustafalis. All right, so that's also w- one hit right now is regular damage, right? Yeah. So now he's mm-hmm. stunned. Uh, attack rolls have advantage. There it goes. Oh, flurry of blows. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And he automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. He still aren't auto crits, though, with stunned, it doesn't look like. Okay. He is stunned and incapacitated. I'm going to allow it. Incapacitated is a subset of stunned. So well, right, right. But what I'm saying is with the double hindrance to his mental facilities at this point, I'm going to allow it. I, I know it's not no, no, no. rule as written. Well, we're not going to push but- back on that, buddy. <laughs> you, you, you let him crit the fuck out of this guy. All right. So I does the first one crit or is it the one after oh, the ones after that? So it's the ones after this. So this is just going to be regular damage. Seven. Yeah. Um, so then let's do another hit. Is this like a Fist of the North Star situation where you just... No, <laughs> fuck yeah, it is. You're already dead. You just don't know it. Yes. Yes. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. No. I, I said advantage. They're at advantage. They're at advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're rolling eight times here. <laughs> 21. That hits? Yes. Yes, it does hit. Sorry. Everything else got out of the way. Seven. Mm-hmm. And then click again because it's crit damage. There you go. Nine. And then now I'm guess I'm using my flurry of blows. Got to spend another key point mm-hmm. to get two more hits, which is four more rolls. 17 doesn't hit. Fucking Mr. Mistopheles is straight up getting death stomped, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is a 26. That, that hits. hits. Yep. So damage. One, two. Ooh, mm. ooh, that was ugly. All right, last hit. All right. Uh, that's not good, but there we go. This is good, right? Ooh. Oh. Nat 20. Oh, my God. Mm. There it is. <laughs> mm. Critical, critical. So do I get three of them or do I don't? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait, wait, critical, critical. Yeah, just putting an exclamation point on it. Oh, look at that. F- oh, they gave me yeah, that one. They did the critical. Yes. Yeah. The shitty one. So, so it was one. Ellis comes up past the uh, uh, to the roundabout of Bado, gets to Mister Mustafa's right side, gives him the internet innervating breath, incapacitates him. Bado then follows up with the mean right hook, <laughs> stuns him. Didn't see it coming. Was taken aback by Ellis's uh, breath attack. And then Bado just goes to town and just gives him that uh, Eep mind just down into the wall, into the ground. And like with the series, the series of blows that Bado lands on this 51 damage, this would be enough to kill most everybody, (laughs) any any man, you know, and you know that these blows are striking and landing true. But something about it feels off as you are making contact. The flesh just doesn't feel quite right. And it's almost like it's giving away just a bit too much. And the form and the body that you see in front of you as you're making the final blow, you punch clean through it and feel your hand cave into something cold. 
you pull back and instead of blood, you find snow on your hand. Is that code for like cocaine? I thought it was ice cream. Oh, fuck, man. I think we just killed the spirit of Christmas, y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll teach it. Fuck. We're the greatest adventurers ever. Oh, well, let's get the cup. Mr. Mustafa's form is slowly melting away, but his face is still partially intact and you hear him say fuck his face fuck his face (laughs) (laughs) forgot my line line (laughs) line line, please you hear him say we've been waiting for you Galatea and then it completely melts away there's a puddle of water laying on the floor isn't that that was not the princess we were looking for 